The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, September 24th, 2022, Breathe Right Nasal Strips. Some are convinced they allow you to taste better. We will be the judge of that, everybody. Welcome to the Cigar Authority. Remind me the next time I see Nick and or Gator to punch them both in In the the mouth. We had a nice uh, before show topic, which was it's a cowbell, and and it's awful loud. And why does a cow need a bell? Because they run around so quick, you got to end up finding them. It would be better if it was on a cheetah, and it was a cheetah bell, and then you'd see the cheetah coming. You could hear him coming, but a cow moves so slow. Why do they need a bell? What's the idea of it? Get us that information uh, and so we can find out why does a cow need a bell. And why do I need a bell? It's a podcast. Why At do we this need- point, you're barely listening to the Cigar Authority. Now in its 13th year, making it the longest running continuously podcasted podcast in the world absolutely (laughs) i'm off script awarded the ambassadors of cigars by cigar journal magazine awarded the top 10 educational podcast by podbean four years in a row the cigar authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world cigar radio at its finest the cigar authority is a proud member of the united podcast network and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com do you really want to know why a cow wears a bell Yes. A cow bell is a bell worn around the neck of free-roaming livestock so herders can keep track of their animal via the sound of the bell when the animal is grazing out of view in hilly landscapes or vast plains. They almost never wear them in the U.S. It's more of a European thing. All right, because this is a legit cow bell, uh, and it has a different sound than the, than the cow bell for musicians. Mm-hmm. Different cow bell. I got a fever. Yeah. The only prescription is the other cowbell. The other cowbell. Hey, Barry's back. How'd the ashes go? Uh, my wife was downwind, so she wound up wearing most of them. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they tell you that in advance. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. I reached out to the Rye Police Department to find out if it was legal. And technically, it's not. But he said, if my officers gave you a hard time, I would give them a hard time. And he goes, but I'm going to give you a word of advice. Make sure you're not standing downwind. I shared mm-hmm. this story with my wife. Yeah. She didn't listen. And she got it in the face. She All over her top, her pants, not in the face. Yeah. Boy, boy. <laughs> uh, there's a joke there somewhere. Yeah, there <laughs> the inside of my cheek is killing me from biting it. So, Barry, what are we smoking? Let's light up. Uh, yeah, so today's first cigar is the Avo Carib. And is manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Davidoff. The size is a 5x50 Robusto. It features a Dominican wrapper, Ecuadorian binder, fillers from the Dominican Republic, and Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single will set you back $11.39, while a box of 20 is $201.99, which comes out to just $10.10 per cigar. 
That's a savings of almost $26 or 12% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. Since you're too far away from, if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. You said a Dominican wrapper? Dominican wrapper is what they have it listed as. Mm, we're going to get a little into that in the after show. Ooh. But Dominican wrapper, I didn't think of a Dominican wrapper, but that's interesting. When this came out, there was that whole FDA fear. So a lot of companies didn't become specific. Okay. And they just went with country of origins. And that was the case with this cigar. All right. Let's give it a cut. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay, a little cold drawer on that. A little bit of earth. It's, it's, it's nice we got the gang back together, and it's kind of like back to normal and a little everybody's bit. Everybody's getting mm-hmm. along so far. Butter, rough week. Butter, rough week. Butter pecans. No. It's earthy. No, there's definitely some pecans. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's kind of like a fresh sod, right? It's not old dirt. No, it's, it's not old. It's, it's new dirt. Uh, oh, sod. Yeah. Uh, what, what? Not sod. What, what's the peat? It's it's brown, but it's not dirt. Shit. No. <laughs> it, it's brown, but it's Clay. not dirt. No, they put it in to make the um, the leaves pop in the in the garden. Mulch. Um, like a mulch. Fertilizer. No, like a mulch. A mulch. Like a mulch. Not that I ever ate mulch, but what <laughs> the, aroma, the aroma of mulch. The taste of the aroma of mulch. Woody? Mm-hmm. Would be wood. I guess. Um, how about um, what goes in the hamster? Um, the little, Cedar shavings? The shavings? Absolutely not. Mike D. Papino says loam. That's sort of yeah, the that's, screen that's dirt. A, it's it's a, cleaner it, dirt. It is earthy. It's earthy like that, but there's also, there is a little uh, spicy kind of component in there. There's a little raisiny component. You could taste that spicy Nicaraguan raisins? tobacco, yeah. Huh. I like myself a single jet once in a while. This is pretty nice, accurate. Speaking of punching Gator in the face, we're going to light our cigar today with the Gator by Vertigo. Ooh. The Gator by Vertigo features single action, a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. On the back, you got a fuel window. On the bottom, easy adjustment and a click bullet punch that clicks and locks into place for easy use. All for the low price of $19.99. That is the Gator by Vertigo. New Hampshire? <laughs> what? That's what he says. Yeah. What about Bob when they find out that, you know, where where, where is he vacationing? And the guy says New Hampshire, and that's... When they mention us and that we're here, that's what he does. And mm-hmm. I giggle. <laughs> Even though he's done it a hundred times, I still giggle. We're talking about the Cigar Pulpit Boys who yeah. were here last week. Well, how? You missed him, Barry. You yeah, missed him. He's dead to me. D-E-D, dead. I think he was very comfortable in your seat. That's yes. all I want to say. He but he put, put up pictures of who he hung out with. I picked him up at the airport with a cigar. No donuts, no pizza, no coffee. Oh, so it's nothing. not even a good no, pickup. No, and I need wasn't even a get, perfect. Did you pick. buy the cigar? I, I played his chauffeur at times. Yes, and he took, put a picture of everybody but me. 
He's dead and to me. I think it was a good pickup, just not a perfect pickup. Yes. It doesn't even sound like a real pickup to me. He grabbed a cigar out of the free bin in the back of Nashville. No, no, it was a bandolero. Mm-hmm. There's no free bandoleros. Could have been given it to by Oliver. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah, Oliver's never given me a cigar. <laughs> no? No. He keeps them for himself. I don't know if that's true. But um, <laughs> 100% true. We have a brought e- me McDonald's, but never a cigar. We have an old email we read from a listener a long time ago, at least six months ago. February 8th, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, it was February 8th, 2022. See, I remember shit. You and do. it's also in the show notes. And, he, yeah. and he's written since saying, are you going to do my damn show? Yeah. Uh, which we are maybe. today. So here's his email. So the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Subject line is show idea, and Peter writes, an idea for a show or segment. Breathe right strips. I'm convinced they allow you to taste cigars better, especially if you retrohale. The three of you, he's leaving out Barry for some reason, should light up a cigar you know well, and then at some point in the first third, put breathe right strips on and compare the difference in taste. It works, in my opinion. It's a good visual bit. And it's something that viewers can do along with you. Maybe you'd even want to get the show up by throwing a Breathe Right strip in the care package, uh, which huh. we attempted to do. Well, I'm going to pass it over to Barry on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be in next month's care package. Yes. So don't light up today's cigar. Wait till next month or just have another one added to your care package and do it all over do again. Do it again. Uh, so I... It, it happened on the show that he said to do it. I hand him my credit card. He buys a thousand breathe right strips, mm-hmm. and uh, it turns out the packages were already gone. Yeah, I thought this was the first show of October, not realizing it was the last show of September. Yeah. Oh boy! So we're sitting on a thousand breathe right strips, and they said, "What do you want to do with them?" I go, "What the hell can we do with them? Throw them in the next care package mm-hmm. anyway." Mm-hmm. Well, what are they going to do with it? Like Barry said, you can. You know, buy one of these cigars. It should work with any Anything. cigar. It doesn't matter, right? No. It doesn't matter. Maybe not with a Candela. But then you're not going to say what's going to change with this cigar, with us. So right. we're paying attention. I want to know how much free time you have on your hands if you decide to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to smoke a cigar with a breather right strip on. He thought of it, and we're doing it. It's and awesome. And obviously, he's done it before. Yes, so- he's done it. Well, so maybe it's going to be good. Maybe it's not. Peter's a guy that that thinks about things deeply, and he tries things and experiments. He's not just doing the status quo. I like that he went outside the box. Mm. All right. So, yeah. Maybe it was, you know, late night. He's finishing up his cigar. He put on the breathe right for the snoring and just happened to notice. That's possible. Yeah. Well, that's as good a theory as any. Yeah, there are no good theories. I hope that's the right theory. Because if you were looking through the humidor and then you go, hey, you know what? Let me try this with a breathe right strip. I have a problem with that. Well, you do right now until after we've done it because none of us have ever done it. And I will probably never do it again. You don't know that. We'll see. We're going to see how that goes. So I look up the breathe right strip as Barry is looking up the cowbell. It turns out the breathe right strip uh, is for animals. In horses, nasal strips are viewed as helpful because the animal cannot breathe through their mouth, although um, only through their nostrils. As with humans, uh, the design helps to keep the nasal valves from collapsing due during negative pressure created um, by physical exertion, which we're not doing any physical exertion, but breathing and apparently sleeping is um, physical. 
Oh, one of the primary benefits is to prevent bleeding in the lungs, not to directly enhance performance huh. when it comes to horses. Um, what did horses do back in Clint Eastwood's day? Did they just bleed, bleed into their lungs? Bled out. That bled out. Uh, they observed uh, horses on treadmills <laughs> and saw that under exertion, uh, the nasal patches had narrowed due to tissues being sucked in. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold on. You glossed over that way too quick. <laughs> Are you expecting me to believe that they have treadmills big enough to put horses on? Apparently they do. These two veterinarians who invented this put the put the horses on a treadmill and and watched them and said this is what's happening. So uh, that, are you sure it wasn't a conveyor belt cuz it sounds like a conveyor belt to it, me. It, it, that's not what it says. <laughs> they worked out license agreement with CNS, the company that manufactures human breathe right brand nasal strips in 1997 now owned by Foundation Consumer Brands and the company manufactures nasal strips paid royalties to them. And that's not to be confused with Nick Malillo's company, no, right? No, no. Different foundations. Yes. Barry, of course, had it in his <laughs> he has uh, a browser history. <laughs> horse catalog. Yes. Barry gets excited watching horses on treadmills. Yes. Yeah, it all stuck it's back to Mexico, but that's another story. <laughs> the uh, Breathe Right strip was first used in the 1999 Breeders' Cup horse race in the 2000 Summer Olympics in 2021. So they did it for horses. In there's a horse race in the Olympics? No. There's a Breeders' Cup horse race, which is 1999. And then in the 2000 Olympics, they used it on humans. Mm. And was that considered performance enhancing in no, some way? No, apparently not. In 2021, they parted ways, and there's actually two companies. And but the, the horse people and the Breathe Right people kind of, you know, were together at one point. There is, like, some kind of Olympic horse event where they're prancing around. Maybe some jumping. Too. How big does the Breathe Right strip have to be for a horse? Because they're bigger they're than us. Bigger, I would imagine. Yeah. Horse breathe right through. Or maybe it's enough to do it. No, it'd have to be longer, right? Because the, the space between the nostrils is gigantic. Maybe. Right? How big, Barry? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and only used on a nostril. It's not, nothing else. If you have problems urinating, it's not going to help you there, right? Uh, I'm willing to try. <laughs> is that. And, and people get older and stuff. It, it's not for it's that. Not, it's not. Did you read the directions? Could you at put all? it? I did not. Could you put it in another area and add a little stiffness if you need yes. that? <laughs> um, Springy. Let me read you a caution on here. All right. Packaging contains natural natural rubber latex, which may cause allergic reactions. I am officially allergic to latex. <laughs> I am allergic. Does to anybody latex. have an EpiPen handle? <laughs> No, he's not. That, he's not allergic like that. His skin just deteriorates and splits and cracks, and he once right. squirted a lady in the eye with his own blood. Yeah, I've seen the demo the finger the damage. Yeah, hey, Andex just made this weird. He said, "Enough with the horse sitting around, and it's time to start stripping." Right. <laughs> well, we want to taste the cigar a little bit, and when we come back from break, we'll go into putting the strip on and ah, it's right there on the notes. I didn't get the notes until just now. Yeah, and, and, either, sugar. and, and either did um, Ed, because it's a, you read the uh, directions, and in the next 
section, you know, when we come back and break, we're reading the directions. Oh, I don't read ahead. No, and I send it to everybody a week in advance. No, no, it's the whole didn't, thing. Didn't get it this week. No. No. No, it's the whole thing. But we were well, here. This isn't we were the here well, he wasn't reading the directions. He was reading the warning. There's the nothing, caution. I read over the oh. show notes. Nothing in here about warnings. Yeah. Thank you, John. But, but, but he came out and said, did you read the directions? And I'm like. He said, did you read the warnings? Nope. Nope. Let's rewind that tape. I, you, you can't, but you he said warnings. Nope. He did not. <laughs> But no. I didn't read the directions no, you in didn't. any case. No, there's you no direct. But you did no, say that. There is no directions There are here. directions. I have them right here. There's just a warning. I have the directions here, and I have it on all of your show notes. Right. But, but he said warning. It would, I'm, I'm going to start making show notes. It would That's be all there is to it. Difficult. The to, guys at Cigar Pulpit don't do show notes. And I don't know why I do it. <laughs> Gee, if Nobody you listen to this show, shocker. <laughs> yeah. But it would be difficult to read the directions since it's just pictures. I'm with Ed on this one. He said... I got a, a box here with the directions on it. But he You says, have the directions. I have the directions. Then I couldn't have read the directions. Yeah, he, he just caution. has the warning. <laughs> That's all. Just the warning on the back. There's nothing in the show notes about warning. He's fine. It's crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> no, I have the allergic reaction here. Everything's on here of what I wanted to do. It just You ru- never read it. It's just ruined the whole set. <laughs> ruined the whole ruined. The whole show You're is the one ruined. who's allergic to latex, and you didn't even check to see if there's I latex did. in it. All right, let's, That's why I have this here. Let's start over. To tell you that. That's why I give you this. You're listening to the Cigar Authority <laughs> now in its 13th year. <laughs> we started off so well. <laughs> Ted, Ted Hughes says caution may contain lectins. Yeah, it does. Yes. It does not. I see a lectin right there. Nick from Cigar Pulp is the only one that gets me. <laughs> he was impressed with the show notes and said, oh, my God, you do show notes? That's a, a thing. And I said, you don't? And he says, no, we just wing it and stuff. And I go, they do too. <laughs> I, I know I make them. I, I produce the show notes, but nobody reads them but me. But that, that's another thing. Right now it's time to ask the Don from Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. This one's pretty good, and I almost ignored the Ask the Dawn and put it in for email of the week because I, I got a kick out of it. Uh, Nicholas writes through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. The subject line is Ask the Dawn. Hey, Dawn, not so quick question. Can cigar reviews and cigar coverage be done differently to make it more interesting or bring it up to date with other industries? No. Let me try to explain. <laughs> Most reviews or analysis I see, whether in print, podcast, or YouTube, are done in the old style. First third, second third, tasting notes, 96 rating, etc. You don't see anyone doing things that much differently. Reviewers and commenters for other industries like bourbon, movies, fashion, seem to have advanced past the thumbs up, thumb down model and are doing allegedly fun stuff on TikTok, YouTube, and other social media. Do you have any ideas on what can be done to make cigar coverage and reviews more interesting or up to date? Or is this a product that can only be done in the old way? Please don't misunderstand. I'm not suggesting that the old mode should be killed, just complimented. Nicholas, 
Uh, P.S. Thank Barry for me. His story about him and his buddy Morgan banging the old lady from Who's the Boss made cocaine sound great. Despite a lot of tears from my wife and young daughters, he has inspired me to stop paying the mortgage and take up cocaine as a new hobby. That wasn't on Who's the Boss. She wasn't on nah, who's the boss. but <laughs> cocaine's the best when you're riding the train. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Whiskey Miser has a show idea. Yep. Smoking a cigar while riding a horse on a treadmill. Here we go. <laughs> and I, I have the three treadmills and you by the side running the cords and stuff, and we're on the horse, and it's filming, and the background changes like we're really. I'm scared right. to death of horses. And I don't really. Get, I don't get this guy's Petrified. email because oh my goodness. if you look at like whiskey reviews, be it rum, tequila, bourbon, it's nose and it's tasting. Yeah, and it's usually first sip and secondary sips. So how is that much different from yeah. cigar reviews? I don't You're know. Right. Just keep it the same. Yeah. Don't don't reinvent it. But it'd be nice if somebody came up with something different, funner or whatever. It's mm-hmm. boring to me, too. It is. So we'll I've see. never read an entire cigar review because it's like snooze fest. There we go. Well, I'll tell you what wasn't a snooze fest <laughs> is the cigar book that came to me, the cigar from soil to soul. And this is it. This is a two-book did you read? You read it. I read it. So you're you're two up now on Kanye West because he said this week he's never read a book. Really? What a shock! Yeah, this is unbelievable. Um, that um, the DD, and I'm just going to go with DD or Didier. Didier, what? Go ahead, say the last name. I dare you. Hoovenagel. <laughs> Maybe he diddles his Hoovenagel. <laughs> Anyway, That's I kinky. <laughs> anyway, we won the Cigar Journal Award for Ambassadors. Ambassador yeah. of Cigars of 2016. Mm. He just won it for 2022. Mm. And he was, uh, I, I just saw that on Monday. And on Wednesday, he came to visit me. Mm. And in advance, he sent the book. Just an observation. It looks like he did a lot more work oh, to my win God. his award. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, it's it's decades. It's decades of his life. Absolutely, committed. absolutely. It, it's uh, a couple of years of full time and many many years of part time putting this encyclopedia of cigars together. Um, there's so much to it, and if you want to go, we we say we're the cigar authority. Not until you read this book. Holy mackerel! Right. Uh, I'm handing it over to Jonathan, who who is next to read it. Right now, so well, he, he ends up having it. I'm not Did like you, your mom. I can't do a book what? in a day, but so I'll do the best. You I read can. it all. I know somebody's going to email me saying, "What was the name of that book again?" It is the cigar from soil to soul. Yes, mm-hmm. and the author's last name is H O U V E N A G H E L. And if you email me asking me the name of the book, I will now officially and ignore you. We've got it up on the screen now. You can order it at cigarthinker.com. Yes, you can. And you know what you can also do is, in talking to him, I said, I want to actually show this on the show. Uh, and he says, really, that'd be great. And I said, um, can you offer anything to, because wait till you hear the price of the book. Uh, by the way, worth every penny of it, but a scary price. That That is the uh, a special, special edition of it. But the first one in black that you have, mm-hmm. that we have here is $180 
$180 for the two books. You get two come, books. Two books. It's 318 pages, two hardcover volumes, 11 chapters, uh, over 100 drawings. Uh, everything is drawings uh, that are mm. in it. Um, and 20 years of work through two years of full-time work. Um, and available now at CigarThinker.com. So I'm like, wow, you know, $180 for the book. And he says, oh, there's a special edition that's $460 for the book. That's the gold one the gold, we showed. It's bamboo. Oh, it's bamboo. It's made of bamboo. Uh, I never saw that touching it, but the picture looked beautiful. Mm. But the regular book, which is going to have the same information at $180, plus it is coming to you um, via... Um, Another country, um, and I don't know what country that is, um, but it's a, it's a long distance uh, to come here. So the shipping is $55 Ooh. for the book on top of it. But if you use coupon code TCA, which I said, is there any coupon code or anything? He goes, sure. And I go, what is it? He says, I don't know. What, would, what should it be? Because there isn't one. And I said, TCA, the Cigar Authority. He's, what can you do? He says uh, 10% off the book, not the shipping. Right. The shipping is the shipping. Um, the limited edition version is $640. $640. And again, use the coupon code, and you're going to save 10%, $64 off it. Uh, but uh, I will tell you on the $180 one, I, I might have been somebody that said, I don't know. Until I actually read it, and then I said, absolutely worth all of that and more. Mm. Everything you need to know from the seed all the way through, all documented, all correct also, that I wanted to say, okay, um, let me see if there's something I would argue the point to, and no, it isn't. It's um, the and, cigar from seed to soul. And it comes from Singapore. Singapore. Ooh. Um, Whiskey Miser wants to know if there's an audio book. <laughs> not that I know of. Not, not that I know of on that. That guy is the biggest boss ball, ball buster. I love him. He's the biggest ball buster, though. Yeah, ju just ice is waiting for the movie. Yeah. So we may not have a big reading audience, but there's somebody out there that reads really, really good. That you'll, it, as going back as reference, it's you know you can find which sure. pod you want to end up finding. And I said, you know what, we we got fifty uh, shows in here, hmm. easy that we could because everything's broke down so much. And by the way, if you've ever read my book, I suck because this mm -hmm. guy can write unbelievable. It's so well written. It's it's real pro. Well, your I mean, book was the very first time I've ever seen an mm. editor send you back a second bill and said, if you need me to finish this, I'm going right, to need more right. money. Jonathan, Ted True Hughes story. wants to know whether Dave was reading it in the bathroom, and if so, are you still reading the book? Uh, uh, don't know, don't care. I yes, did, I'm still reading it. I right. did not. I did not. May, I think I you should make that a rule. He has, if we're passing it around, you no bathroom use. No bathroom All right, use. You up for that? I did not. No bathroom use. Uh, I'll tell you that, sure. Okay. Because it's a $180 book. Okay, I told you. I, yeah, but he's lying, so I don't know if he should get it next. It's all too late. It's already under my show notes here. So how long, mm -hmm. how long before we can pass it on to the next person? I need at least a week. Is that okay? Oh, that's fine. That's fine. More than I fine. can't do it in a day. No, no I'd, I'd even go as far as to say a couple of weeks, but I didn't say that. But, um, you know, I needed the entire week. I had a lot of stuff going on, and it, 
it took a week for me to get through it. Uh, mm-hmm. Although you don't want to put it down, you want to keep going, but there's a lot, a lot there, a lot. Um, not enough pictures, right? Just a lot of writing. But there were drawings. Drawings. And were you happy when you came toward drawing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a couple of pages in there that was a little bit of writing. That was Mm -hmm. it. And that was the end of the thing, which is a score. That's like a bonus. Yes. (laughs) That's a score when you get to that. All right. Now, pay attention to the cigar we're smoking now. This is the important part. This is the early thoughts on the Avo Carib Robusto, because we're going to go to Breathe Right Strips when we come back from the break. But- the, Pay attention to it. The Nicaraguan tobacco is definitely tampering a lot of that uh, dank quality that you look for in Dominican tobacco. Dominican tobacco done well is is extremely earthy, and this is a little bit of earth. And then the the, the pepper and spice is trying to creep in there, but it's being hampered by the the uh, the Dominican tobacco as well. It's a it's a good blend. The draw is great. The burn is great. For a Dominican wrapper. It's burning well. Very, very good. Dominican wrapper you'll find on some La Fleur Dominicanas and some Fuente, like Opus X. Um, it tends to not burn all that well, and it tends to be overpowering. Well, it, it, it usually has a very sour taste to it, Dominican wrapper, and this is much less on the sour, and I think that's that uh, Nicaraguan tobacco punching through in there. It, to, for me personally, it's the best done Dominican wrap that, cigar that I've had because they tend to be overpowering for me. There's plenty of different flavors in here. I'm getting it, and I haven't put a Breathe Right strip on it yet. So mm. burst of, of um, spiciness flavors that are going on in here. Um, we're going to continue to smoke it during the break, and when we come back, we'll be ready to go to uh, the Breathe Right strip. So uh, we're going to start stripping, adding a Breathe Right strip, and see how things change. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. 
So when I heard his brand Kristoff was pissed off, I was surprised. Kristoff cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Kristoff is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hey, I am the king of the small gauge cigars, Noel Rojas, from Rojas Cigars. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back. We are smoking the Avo Carib Robusto and about to start stripping. I sniffed a bunch of dust and pollen this morning to prepare myself so that things would be a little clogged before I put it on. All right. So we're about to do that, and I have the directions that are here, and I want you to notice the place you apply apply it. Is it's, that a penis? Nope, that is a nose. <laughs> so, and it's above Am I wrong? Above the Does nostril, it, I, is it phallic-shaped? I, 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 it's phallic-shaped. <laughs> but above the nostril, a little bit. It kind of looks like you put it just above the balls. <laughs> just below <laughs> the ball of your nose. Just below the ball of your nose and up. So before you do it, listen to what happens. The first thing is clean. Wash and dry your nose to remove any oils from your oily skin. Can you use spit you for filthy that? pig? What? Can you use spit for that? You, yeah. I don't have cleaning supplies. Uh, I, you, I'm sure you wash yeah, your, your nose my today, face right? Oh, yeah. I'm good. Okay, now hold on. Remove the liner and place the strip on your nose in the right spot. Not too high, not too low, just where it goes. I take my glasses off. Apply down the ends and rub gently to secure um, and see, you'll see slight lifting of the edges that opens your nose. And when it's time to remove it, you wash your face with warm water or you shower while you're removing it so you don't remove the skin. A little down, much down, much Much down, down, much down, yep. Uh, maybe good. even down. You think you get your nostril in there? Oh, we need to hit the hit, nostril. Hit the nostril. Right. You need to hit the nostril. Barry's got it looking perfect. 
Barry knows. You know, Ted Hughes has the right idea. Doing cocaine with Mr. This Jonathan, that looks good. You feel like it opened it? You can get like multiple bumps in one shot. I just saying. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm there. All right, I got to do mine. Fill in, your, fill in the space. I now, mean, it did open things up a bit. But if you have allergies, does it let more allergens in? Probably. I have to take my glasses off, I think. Uh, what, what about the horse one? The horse won $27? Yeah. You, you know what? If you're sitting in the cigar lounge doing this, may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> no, you walk in the bathroom for a second. I, I still want to know what made somebody go, hey, I want to try a cigar with a breather. Well, strip. because it does. It. I mean, it, it, it's clear that and if you smoke every cigar different. like this, you might be the biggest loser. It's, <laughs> it's doing something different. So it, there is something to it already. It, it has opened up my nasal passages. More, more I, air is going to the brain here. For I sure. got to tell you, on the retro, I seem to lose some of the spice and got more woodiness on this. I concur. <laughs> I concur. You, did you do it? <laughs> this might be a throw-up. Use your cup. Use your coffee cup if you're going to throw up. And there's a weird aftertaste to the cigar now. I think you're correct. Yeah. I think early results, it's made the cigar considerably worse. <laughs> Mr. Johnson's going to puke. Whew. That was close. Not a fan of the retrohale with the breathe right. It opened I didn't up. even have you do it yet. It opened up too much, and too much came out, and I almost died. That wow. said, if I don't retrohale, I, I do feel yeah. a little burning. But I thought the spice kind of dissipated. Wow. No, it's spicy as can be, I think. Yeah, red that, red that hot fireballs, a, the little ones. Felt like I had two of them up my nasal passages. <laughs> a lot of cinnamon. <laughs> Bill DeShane says this isn't the first time Mr. J's gagged. <laughs> huh. Bill DeShane is the guy that critiqued our driving at the 12th anniversary. Uh, did he critique <laughs> Mr. Jonathan's driving to the wrong place and all that stuff he, that he, happened? Yep. All right. Um, so there is a change here. There's no Definitely doubt Definitely a change. Yeah, I like it. I think it's for the worse. I I actually like you. You went the, into the, this experiment with a negative such, attitude. There is such a sour aftertaste to the cigar right now that didn't exist without the breather. That's right your strip. that's your attitude. You're tasting. <laughs> Do I sound different? I feel like less whistle or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you kind of look like Spaz from Meatballs right now. <laughs> So if you if you if you're home smoking a cigar in the backyard, you put it on and whatever, and it's opening it up. It's different. It's definitely more open. Right. I did. I just did not believe that that was going to happen. I didn't think it was going to be this dramatic. Because when we did the picture, I didn't put the thing on right. Play, yeah. I did the Nelly. Yeah. With mm -hmm. the band aid. I left it on for for quite a while and. Uh, like Les Nessman, right? What, do you have his glasses? He, no, he always had a Band-Aid on WKRP oh, really? in a different I, spot. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, that was a thing? That was a thing. All right, so let's get to more on the Breathe Right strip because <laughs> you haven't had enough of this. What is the Breathe Right nasal strip? The Breathe Right nasal strip is number one pharmaceutical recommended na nasal strip. Easy to use and why. Breathe Right strips are drug-free. They work instantly to open the nose nasal passage for congestion relief. You can feel right away. You certainly can feel it right Absolutely away. Absolutely can feel that. 
Um, how does a breathe right nasal strip work? Each breathe right nasal strip is uniquely engineered for flexible spring-like band that gently sticks to the side of your nose and flares your nostril. As the band attempts to straighten back to its original shape, it gently lifts the side of your nose, instantly opening up the nose to relieve so you can feel it right away. It'd be interesting if you had a cold. Mm-hmm. You put it on, your cold is gone? No, you still have interferon running through your blood, but you're probably able to breathe congested. better through your nose. Huh. Um, we'll just leave a uh, mark on our nose after we remove it. It'll leave one on yours because you're allergic to latex. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Always remove the nasal strip while washing your face with warm water, and then, uh, or if you're in the shower, always remove the, it gently because it's going to peel the skin off. Oh, it's a 3M product. It's on. You didn't tell strip. us this before. Well, just I'm telling you. I said wash your I face. Know, but after. we don't have to keep this on for the next cigar, do we? You don't have to, but I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, the application site uh, reacts. Uh, the application site reaction may occur, such as redness, irritation, pain, peeling, bleeding. Uh, hypersensitivity reaction includes, which will be me, rash, itching, swelling may occur on your nose strip. You may die. No, it doesn't say that. <laughs> but you ever, you ever Sounds hear a lot some like of these? Yeah, I went on recently. That some of the things is worse than what is going to occur. If this occurs, discontinue use. That's all. The benefits of breathe right go beyond the bedroom. Mm. I told More you air. you could use this for sex. Whenever you are, a pharmaceutical recommended nasal strip takes in air more easily so you breathe better, opens your nose to relieve so you can feel it right away, and relieves seasonal allergy congestion. Huh. So it does. Who invented the Breathe Right well, Strip? Wait a minute. Does it mention anal leakage at all? It doesn't. It's not even mentioned at all. All right. The Breathe Right Strip nasal strip was originally created as a self-taught invented engineer from Minnesota named Bruce Johnson. He suffered from deviated symptoms, septum, <coughs> caused severe nasal congestion when he tried to sleep. Unsatisfactory with medicine, Johnson tried uh, various tubes, wires, and clips before coming up with uh, to make the nasal strip. This open. is what you need right here in your life, Dave. You need the uh, Navage uh, nasal cleaner. I've seen that with the water that goes in and out. Saline that flushes yeah. everything out. This comes to us uh, via Brett. Yeah, through the contact Jonathan texting app. <laughs> I strip all by myself. I strip in broad daylight, and now I strip on live broadcast. This is what their commercials are. The people saying where they strip. I've done it on the show. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. That's it. Um, um, Ed Sullivan, who sang the song The Stripper? Adam Ant sang, If you strip for me, I'll strip for you. Yeah, this is dun, 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 You can leave your hat on, Joe Cocker. Remember that? No. You don't even remember it. No. The Stripper. I, it's quite possible you could have been humming it out of key. I mean, never. <laughs> That's Dave Rose, 1962. You don't know the stripper? No. It's, it's when the ladies would take their clothes off. Da 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 No? Back in the 60s? Wow. You were there. He didn't get it the first mm. time you hummed it poorly, so by all means, hum it poorly a second time. I'm shocked that you want to go know. for a third? You don't know the stripper. Chris, right. Chris on the Cigar Authority chat room says he's not a fan of the strip. The subtle flavors are muted, and he just tastes a lot of smoke. Boy, I, I'm saying the opposite. You mm. guys say it's muted? Yeah. I, I'm experiencing the cigar from the 
uh, sort of secondhand smoke, you know, what's coming off the foot more. The aroma. The aroma, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you get more aroma from the smoke, obviously. But uh, more aroma, but I definitely see muted flavors and a very long, sour aftertaste. Not getting that at all. Do a little retro through your nose. I want to see. I it. already just but do it again up now this, in my this, mouth. This is the time. It says right on your. You didn't read your show notes, but <laughs> this is where you do it. There it is. A little came out. That's enough. It's enough. <laughs> I think the problem is like watching you Stings. do it. Stings. Yeah, you, you're swallowing too much. Too much. Just a little I know bit. that's your your nature to swallow, but <laughs> but you shouldn't. For this purpose, you yeah. shouldn't spit or swallow. Oh, major cinnamon spice that no, happens on the retro. Definitely more cinnamon. I get that on the aroma, but I, I, unfortunately, that sour. You wanted is, the experiment to fail from the beginning. Bash. Anything. You had a sour attitude about the whole thing he from the start. It. Yeah, it's, he hated it's, it. It's, I think. Just try for I think one it's a time in your life. I thought to go, hey, let's smoke a cigar with a breathe light shirt. Try for one time Get in your out life more. having an open mind and, and not and trying to nostril. be the guy who's <laughs> and only, an open only right in his own mind. Jonathan Ripley fan one says, when you retrohale, you look like a cat about <laughs> to throw up. I am about to throw up. But he doesn't do it properly. It's way too much. Just a mm-hmm. little bit goes in. And a little bit comes out because you can't do it. Some people can can be like a dragon and do it, but you can't. So you got to do it like I do, which is a little bit, and I'm not coughing. I just a little teeny bit. See, so you take a big drag. Don't do it. Little I'm not, teeny. I'm bit. not retrohaling anymore. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) And every time I think society has hit rock bottom, someone whips out a shovel. Move over, Tide Tide Pods. There's a new TikTok trend out there. Doing its best to reduce stupidity from tide, the popular Tide Pods. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, is this, the kids were eating them. Is this the Nyquil yep. one? For a short amount of time. Yes. Yep. Cooking chicken with a Nyquil glaze is the latest trend on the Chinese wow. owned app. And it's caused the FDA to issue a warning that cooking Nyquil makes it more concentrate by removing the alcohol and water, and it could lead to an overdose. We do, however, hear Cherry NyQuil is the way to go, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. So you got a problem with a guy putting Breathe Right Strip on smoking <laughs> a cigar. People are putting NyQuil on their chicken. chicken. Yeah. Like, a little sleepy chicken. Yeah, sleepy chicken. Yeah, if you really want it, put it on turkey. But, Jonathan, there does we go. NyQuil have lectins? Probably. It's got yeah. sugar in it. Oh. Now, uh, one thing I'd be concerned about using Breathe Right Strips all the time is... I don't think that we're nasal cycling right now. So I believe that mm. both nasal passages are now being activated because they're both so open. So explain that. Because so nasal cycling is something that your body does every roughly four hours. So four times throughout the time that you're awake, 
your left nostril is not going to work and your right nostril is, and then they flip every four hours or so. Even when you're sleeping, it happens all day. Hmm. So this way you don't fatigue your nasal passages so and you're able to detect couldn't you subtle use aromas. both for half as much? Yeah, but uh, my concern would be if you're constantly using both nostrils that you're not nasal cycling and therefore potentially burning them both out. Oh, no. So pay attention to those at home. One of your nostrils is working really good right now. Mm -hmm. You can hold one nostril and blow and hold the other and blow, and you'll see which one is the strongest. Go back four hours. It's going to be the opposite. You'll go from left to right, and you'll be amazed. And you say, oh, my God, I never knew that happened. You think one of your nostrils works better than the other. It's true. One of them does work better than the other, but it switches off every four hours. I thought it was three hours, but it could be four. Um, in this case, both of them are open wide, and very open. And as you push push this one down a little bit on, on there, yeah, no, it's not working. No, put push that and do the same on the other side, just to make it. There you go, Dave. I'm not sure which of us he's talking about, but Ted Hughes says he's not a doctor; he just plays one on a podcast. Ted Hughes plays one on a podcast? No. I think he's trying to break my balls. Oh, you <laughs> He didn't know about nasal cycling before I brought that to his attention. Well, it has to do with actually smoking cigars also. When, you, when you're smelling a cigar... Yeah, uh, when you smell the foot, you want to go back and forth between the two nostrils, nostrils so that you know which one is working. Because yeah. one, you can smell the foot, and the yeah. other one, you can't. And even the whole body of the cigar when you do it... Uh, and I don't know if you do it. You first off, you take it out of the cellophane. Correct. And you smoke the body of the cigar left and right. This is the one you bought. You've, you own it now. And then you smoke the open end of it. Left smell and right nostrils, the open smell end it. of it. Yeah. And you're going to start experiencing, knowing the aromas of the different tobaccos. And then you'll... You, and you, you, you should the, start off with Puros at, at first. You, do, you know, you get a cigar that is all one country of origin on the inside and you smell the foot but this would have been interesting like as a dominican rapper to smell this rapper before we smoke the cigar and see what that smells like and get to know dominican rapper which mm -hmm. again we're going to get into rappers big time in the after show today uh but this is not one i considered and uh i probably uh, dropped the ball on that uh, dominican no. rapper but it's very different than, than Opus X and, and Fleur Dominicana. Here's the thing. Even though it's a Dominican rapper, it's still a variation. It could be Criollo. It could be Corojo. It could be even San Vicente, even though I don't think that's ever been used as a rapper. Right. They're just not naming the seed variants. For years and years, they tried to make rapper in the Dominican Republic, and they never could. So I believe there's one rapper... Right now, although they have four new types of tobacco, and they're trying to figure out wrapper with, within that, but we'll see if they get there. Um, you're going to see that within a year, I bet, all this uh, new tobacco coming out of the Dominican Republic. Now, you'll start seeing Dave, are you sold on this Breathe Right experience? Will you sell them as an accessory in your store? Interesting. That, that could be a possible thing <laughs> of a cigar tasting. It could be part of a cigar mm. tasting that you get through all the things and say, okay, now you get a breathe right strip. Let's apply that and see. I, uh, I, have to, I have lots more experimenting to do on a personal level on this, including going to sleep tonight uh, with it. But the problem I is I'm, yeah, I'm allergic to it. I would recommend against that. Dave, brilliant idea from TS. Why not just make breathe right strip the cigar band? 
<laughs> Great idea. <laughs> you take the band off and then take the back again. Yes. That is genius. I'm glad I thought of that. <laughs> when your nose that open, you kind of look like Nathan Lane in Birdcage right now. Well, look at yourself. You can't yeah. see yourself. I'm so sure. Shut up. <laughs> um, I like it. You do. I do. I'm going to keep it on for the next cigar <laughs> and just not. see if it's something about this specific cigar that's making it so bitter. Uh, and I love this cigar without the Breathe Right strip. But it for me, it's this specific cigar, it's not working. You know, having lots of air makes you less tired. That's what they, mm-hmm. they say they do in casinos and they pump sure. it in the air mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Less tired and smarter. There's more oxygen going to your brain. So as we don't we sound here, any smarter. No, we don't yet. It's going to take quite a <laughs> while. Right. If we did this for the past 12 years. Strength check? Uh, six. Five. Five. And the official is four to five, 60% of our listeners. 20% say six to seven. 13% say one to three. And 6% say eight or greater. It's very flavorful. Very, very flavorful. Mm-hmm. A lot of spice. Then again, I have a breathe right. So I on. think I think for me the difference is fairly negligible in the cigar from the first half to the second half with with and without the breathe right. Way more cinnamon. You yes. So there's more of an experience as far as the aromatic qualities of the cigar, which I do enjoy. Where there was less of that in the first segment, but I'm getting, I was able to get more taste perception. And maybe it's because my brain is overpowered by the sense of smell because it's so open right now. I, th- I feel like I was perceiving more flavors in my mouth in the first segment than the second segment. So it is a net zero for me. It's the same experience, just I'm experiencing the cigar in a different way. Same amount of enjoyment. So how about on the next cigar, we smoke it with the Breed Right strip on take the it off. And on the, at the commercial break halfway through... We go take it off, yeah. and then the opposite, right? right. So two things yeah. are being done. We're doing experiments in here. So later on when, at the dinner table when my wife says, why is your nose all fucked up? Yeah. I'm going to say, I don't know. Yeah? It must be allergies. Because she's definitely not listening. I'm not getting into this whole thing. No? No. It's probably safer. Yeah. yeah. Is that the way to go? Uh, all right. Let's go to break. And uh, uh, when we come back, we're going to keep the strips on and try a new cigar. Uh, the oldest cigar brand ever, celebrating 250 years. We're going to light that cigar up. We've all had it before, right? Yeah. So it won't be the first time, so that's good. Uh, because we're going to leave the Breathe Right strips on, and we're going to get to it, but then we'll take them off on the next time. So we're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the cigar? 
Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4, Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, Passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th Anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary, Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation 
is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Hank Kellner and my son, Class Peter Kellner, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we are back and we're stripping on a podcast. That's right, we're smoking cigars with breed light nasal strips on our noses while we're doing it. What is happening with this? I say I'm getting more, more flavor out of it. Um, but um, we'll, we'll continue on uh, with the next cigar. And as we do that, halfway through, we'll take it off and then see what the change is. The opposite will happen uh, as we do that. So uh, excited to light up the next cigar. I got lots of information on it, but Barry, first, uh, what do we have here? Well, today's second cigar is Red Anchor, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic for United Cigars. The size is 6x52, called the Admiral. It features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Dominican Monteplata binder, and fillers consisting of San Vicente, Habano 92, and Pennsylvania Broadleaf. A single will set you back $25, while a box of 25 is $531.99, which comes out to just $21.27 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $93 or 15% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. That is a new tobacco, Dominican Monteplata binder. Yes. Interesting. San Vicente, we know. Uh, Habano, 92, we know. Pennsylvania, Broadleaf, we know. And Ecuador and Habano wrapper that's on it. Um, I had this uh, cigar in six different versions over the years mm. before the cigar came out this year. Um, and this was the final decision on it. Um, but before I get to that, let's give it a cut and light and uh, begin this process. It's time to cut our cigar, the official. Oh, you know what? We should smell the the base of the cigar. I don't think it matters which which nostril we use on here because they're wide open. And then the foot of the cigar to see the tobacco's inside. No, my right's my right's smelling better. By the way, mine is densely packed. It seems yeah. you could smell the San Vicente because it has that musty, barnyard, yeah, musty aroma that that it, that it has. So I smell it too. Okay, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered their prices. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Yeah, this is well-packed. Good draw, though. And I taste San Vicente. San Vicente. Vicente. Right? 100%. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, that's basement. A little basil, too. Basil? Mm hmm. I like basil, so. Basil on the pizza? Yeah. Yeah. Remember pizza, Mr. Jonathan? Pizza? <laughs> no. We're going to light our cigar today with the Gator by Vertigo. Gator by Vertigo features single action ignition, a single jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. 
At the bottom, you've got a push-out, locking, bullet punch, easy adjustment, and a fuel window, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the Gator by Vertigo. Gator? <laughs> Single jet. Make sure this is lit properly all the way around. And let's go. So the biggest difference for me right off the bat with this stupid thing on my nose, it's a little spicier. As you recall. As I recall. And I've smoked at least a dozen of these really? so far. I love this cigar. All right. Red Anchor Cigar celebrates 250 years with the relaunch of the first cigar brand ever. And I have it here. Here's the box. And I have it opened up. It's not full anymore, but uh, that's... Uh, what I've done so far, mm. so uh, I've passed some out too, but um, I I probably got to uh, a thousand mm. or close to it. This myself. is one size right now. There is only one size. Boutique cigar uh, is a term that's overused in the cigar industry today. But as you look through history, there's no denying that Red Anchor Cigar was the first boutique cigar brand ever. Today, United Cigars is proud to announce Red Anchor Triumphant Return, celebrating Red Anchor's 250-year anniversary. We've been working on this brand for four years now. The tobacco, the blend, the packaging, and the plan are ready to show off again after an 85-year hiatus on the market. It has been nearly impossible to find anyone who ever smoked Red Anchor cigars in the past or remember them, but... Here We Keep the History Alive tells the story, Oliver Nouveau from United Cigar. The story continues as United Cigar has commissioned the Kellner family to make the cigar. The Kellner family has not only had a wonderful, impressive history of cigar making in the Dominican Republic, but the Kellner's family's roots are also from Holland, where Red Anchor began. The Kellner family will give Red Anchor the attention it deserves um, while they're the perfect partner for this project. The initial release, there is only 250 cabinets of 25 cigars produced for 2022. That's 6,250 cigars in just one size called the Admiral. The Red Anchor Admiral measures 6 by 52 with a suggested retail price of $25 per cigar. So, uh, as Barry said, some of those uh, interesting information um, so I'm going to tell you a brief history here on Red Anchor. Um, as I, I searched on this information many, many years ago, Red Anchor was the first registered trademark for a cigar shop in 1770 and later the first cigar brand in history, 1772. Yes, they made cigars in 1770, but the first one to ever have a name associated with it um, not just the factory, but the cigar itself. So I want to buy cigars, or do you want to buy Red Anchor cigars, separate sure. separate from just a cigar? In 2022, the Red Anchor's 250th anniversary, which is where we are now. Albertus Hillen established the Red Anchor factory and cigar brand in Delft, Holland. On February 22nd, 1772, legal permission was received from the... Alderman of the Multiplicity of Delft um, for Albertus to sell his cigars under the Red Anchor kind name. Kind of sounds like a Star Wars theme there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After his death in 1834, his wife Anna continued the business and ran for four years until her death in 1838. And the brand was passed to their daughter Sarah and their husband Jonas, 
who acquired the the possession of the Red Anchor factory and the Red Anchor cigar brand, which lasted until 1890. Upon the sale uh, came a whole new idea to set up a network of stores for the brand. At a steady pace, stores opened in all Dutch cities, importing Cuban cigars for distribution, and the brand Red Anchor continued. Uh, just like United Cigars did, and almost at the same time, United Cigars were cigar stores um, and United Cigar brand. Netherlands soon became the world center of cigars. I was afraid that was going to happen. The cigar was going to go out on me, so I got to relight that quick. I hate that. Okay, so now we're into 1922. Red Anchor celebrates its 150th anniversary, the anniversary celebration of a 150-year-old, and new taste was introduced. And all tobacco shops were closed on February 22nd and 23rd to celebrate the Red Anchor cigar. That uh, seems counterintuitive because your business is selling cigars. Yeah. You would want to be open. They had big parties that took place, much like the celebration and, and things that happened there. After the parties, the annual report of 2022 indicated, for business reasons, there was less of a reason for cheer. An overabundance of tobacco manufacturing licenses were issued. This created more competition. A new law, law on excise tax began. The factory... Uh, company like Red Anchor was put in an unfair situation while the homework homeworkers massively circumvented the excise law. So little factories that were home-based factories weren't paying the excise tax, but Red Anchor had to pay it. The Ministry of Finance acknowledged that fraudulent practices were no exception and prepared for necessary changes. It was hurting Red Anchor that they were non-competitive. In 1928, the success of Red Anchor was gradually uh, deteriorating. The main cause was the large costs under the company had burdened you're, for you're years. You're setting your paperwork on fire. Wow. <laughs> Cigar. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. I got a puff. I think you should read the rest of it with a cigar in your mouth. <laughs> in order to improve the situation, I don't know if I could because my nostrils are wide open. I'm mm. getting everything. As a result, the obligation to pay uh, tobacco taxes increased. This involved severe shortages of cash. An accounting firm asked to investigate the possibilities of liquid liquidating and reorganizing. In June 20, in 1929, in June, meetings were held from shareholders. Headlines in the re in the newspapers read, "The end is near." Red Anchor continued, but barely. In 1935, new machines were brought in. Uh, as machine-made cigars so they could make a, make a profit. Yet, they could not turn the tides. The new machines did not meet expectations. Machines did not deliver the quality of the past of the handmade cigars, and they turned too tight and had a tight draw. In March 1939, it was done. In September 1972, the already abandoned building was burnt down and the colorful but smoky history of Red Anchor was literally up in smoke until right now. Hmm. So here it is, uh, Red Anchor, we have it. The rebirth of uh, the Red Anchor brand, historic, um, and um, where it belongs with is at least somebody from Holland, uh, the Kelda family. Now, are you planning more sizes in the future? Yes. Yes. So the idea is, 
and I'd have to check with Oliver on this. It was either four more sizes or four sizes altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, four is the magic number. Will there be a Lancero? No. <laughs> I think it'd be delicious. I mean, maybe there could be a limited edition Lancero, just 300 boxes, and we can listen to them bitch about <laughs> how they're not selling for a year. That's all. You've made vanilla cream frosting before. Of course. A buttercream, vanilla buttercream. Oh, nice. So, the, you, with you real start, vanilla? Real vanilla? Of course. Yeah, the, nice. With the seeds, you scrape the seeds out of the pod and Love it's it. a whole thing. Uh, you add a little z- lemon zest mm-hmm. and just a pinch of white pepper while it's whipping. I've never put white pepper. Uh, I'm just saying if you did that. Yeah. Whip. And then now you got to lick it off the, the wooden spoon because mm-hmm. there is a woody component here. So you get, dip the wooden uh, spoon in there and... You lick that concoction, vanilla cream, lemon zest, white pepper, and that's what I'm getting for flavor notes here. Ed Sullivan says I nailed it. Mm-hmm. There's also, and, and that's just that's just the flavor components. There is a distinct dankness that you get from Dominican tobaccos and specifically San Vicente that has been missing from the market or be, being hidden or not fermented properly. There's been something going on because this is a flavor of yesteryear that we haven't had in at least a decade. The old Davidoffs of the old days. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was to be blindfolded and taste a cigar, I mm-hmm. would say Kelma. Yes. Um, I'm not, you know, I don't think I can be blind tricked Certainly on the not. cigar. No, you'd guess it. It's what I used to smoke way back in the day. Um, right. And didn't you tell him that you didn't want San Vicente in it? Mm. Absolutely. But you had to have it. They do what they do. But you like it now. I you do. love it. I do. You know, with earthy tobacco, let's say um, Mexican tobacco, San Andreas, it, t- it tastes like dirt. But it's so good when it's added with something else. When it's blended in San Vicente by, the sel- by itself is terrible. I, don't, I think it is. And then mixed in with something else, the next thing it, it becomes good. You love so, this shit, don't you? I love this shit. I love. I love it. <laughs> Interesting. The use of Pennsylvania so Jose, broadleaf, which we're Jose Padron. We're going to uh, discuss lots of different wrappers, but Pennsylvania broadleaf in the filler here. And it's tampering some of the dryness that you'd get from the San Vicente. The opposite. My mouth is salivating, right? Correct. My, my cigar was actually... It's moist very, to yeah. the touch. I don't know if that has anything to do with the nasal strip, but mm. I'm salivating. Well, I think it cigar. has to do with moisture more than anything. Yeah, I tapped out on the nasal strip. You did? Mm. Yeah, I smoked this cigar too much, and Jay nailed it with the lemon zest and all that. You know why I nailed but it? Because I had the breathe right strip. But with the breathe right strip on it, it's almost like too much lemon zest was added to it. Uh-huh. it took about eight minutes for, for I watched the clock, eight minutes for to return to normal. Hmm. After and, you close your yeah, nostril. And now the cigars, I'm loving it again. So how about if we put a clothespin on your nose? <laughs> And we smoked with a clothespin on our How about noses. if we put a bag over his head, a plastic one, and we close it with a clothespin and see how long he lasts? <laughs> he can have a cigar in there. Clothespins, asphyxiation. Hey, I'm in. No, hey. but clothespin on your nose, and now you're smoking it. You're not going to taste it, right? 
You wouldn't so be this, able to taste this it makes all. sense that we do taste more because mm. of this. Well, I'm certainly tasting more because I've never got that vanilla cream and I've smoked this cigar at least a dozen times. Mm. Between, Van- vanilla and lemon. Absolutely is. Between you and Barry, you've smoked a lot of the production for this year. Shut up, Ed Sullivan. Don't be blowing up my parade over here. Sorry. Oliver yeah. does give me cigars. <laughs> I think he does. All right, let's. Uh, it's time for the poll question of the week, and that's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And let's see, where is it? Again, show notes right in front of me. Yeah, I don't have it printed out. The poll question of the week is brought to you by VS Cigars, and each week you'd head over to the cigarauthority.com and cast your vote. We play the game of one must go as we ask a question and put a group of answers versus each other and reveal which one is voted off the island. If you were forced to remove one band from existence, which would it be? One band. One band. Musical? Musical. Okay. And uh, Led Zeppelin. I went to like the 80s, and uh, we have Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, and Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine loses. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Pearl Jam's gone. I don't need that rage. No, they rage. They were all you Berkeley School of Music graduates. The They're That's unbelievable it. musicians. And Nirvana, that they, the, the drummer Dave Grohl stole all of his drumming from the Gap Band. How could it be wrong? And he's dead. He's alive. Kurt Cobain's <laughs> the one who killed himself. Oh, all right. Uh, Guns N' Roses got the least amount of votes. Mm. Uh, rage Against the Machine got the most politically charged comments attached to their mm. votes. Uh, but Pearl Jam was voted off the island. Yeah, I, I knew it. Wow. Followed by Nirvana, Rage Against the Machine, Metallica, and Guns N' Roses. All right. There's a groove to Rage Against the Machine. They're very groovy. Yeah. They're heavy, they groove, Tom Morello is one of the greatest guitarists out there right now. And Axl Rose, I think, is he's up there as far as rock, and rock singers of all time. I, I met him. I was at a radio station, and they mm. were waiting to go talk to the DJs or maybe get interviewed or something. There I was, just me with them in the uh, waiting room or whatever Green it room. is. Yeah, and I was brought in first for whatever I want. I think I was just hanging out with the DJ, actually. They were was, late, though, Was right? Slash smoking a cigarette, and he didn't nope. have the whole ash nope. hanging on? They would, he was there, though, and they mm. were all dressed up like rock and rollers. You ever wonder if at the point his hair's attached to his hat these days? And he's really bald underneath. Mm, could be. Deep thoughts by what, Barry Stone. surprise me. <laughs> Upcoming shows coming on the Cigar Authority. Uh, we're in Q4 next mm. week. Oh, uh, boy. What, what a fast year. It's unbelievable. Uh, October 1st, uh, Meet the Beatles. We will be talking about Tobacco Beatles, not the music group. We're going to try to... Talk about cigar-related things. We could have had the best bands, and they could have been the best. You know, mm. knock one of the cigar bands off, but musical bands. But that, well, I think next week we'll, we, we may have an idea to get uh, back to cigar stuff for uh, the poll question of the week. October 8th um, is the survey says the Cigar Authority 2022 survey will be revealed. If you have not gone onto the Cigar Authority yet, cigarauthority.com, mm. you'll see the Cigar Authority survey. It's only going to take you a minute or two tops Time is to, running to out. answer these multiple choice questions. There's no wrong answers. We're trying to learn about you, the listener, and that's where you can go on there and we'll tell you uh, what we came out with for the top uh, choices of uh, these answers. Are any other questions that where the Lancero could be the correct answer? Because that'll piss them off. No. Damn it. 
Uh, not- yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, October 15th, it's pizzas and cigars. Hmm. Talking about pizza and cigars, and our guest will be Eduardo Fernandez hmm. from Aganosa Leaf. Uh, we'll interview him. Aganosa. Aganosa. Okay. Similar. It's a made-up word, and I can't <laughs> say it properly because there's no such word. But anyway, uh, he's coming on. Very, very interesting man. And um, we have coming up also uh, the following week is the next generation of cigars. Henderson Ventura will join us. Mm, interesting. Uh, so we'll have him on. So uh, lots of, it's still the weather is nice, so these people are still coming in. But oh, you'll are, see that weed off as the Are we cold. having pizza on the show? They won't have to listen to you eat, right? Well, that's the, that's the problem if we have pizza. So if, I, Hang on a second. Not on that show. Hang right? on a second. Oh. I think... If he eats the pizza with the Breathe Right strip, you won't hear him smacking his lips anymore. If we put it on his lips. Ah. If you put it on your lips, but it goes on your nose. I read the directions how this goes. No, but we could possibly eliminate the lip smacking if you had Breathe Right strips on your lips. It would be a diet thing if you put the Breathe Right strip <laughs> on your lips, and now you call it uh, diet, and you got to just eat on the side of your mouth, straws mm. and things like We're that. We're not recommending that. No. No. no, because I'm allergic to latex anyway. There's going to be a red line on here. It might be a hole. It could be. I, I don't D. think D. there's gonna, latex on the actual. There is. Strip. He's going to bleed when he takes it off. Because it says packaging contains natural rubber latex, yeah. not the strip itself. Well, you're gonna you're gonna see the answer to that when we come back from break. Because I'm gonna go. <laughs> you, you just peeled yours off like a, the animal. Yeah, yeah. slowly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go wash and do it the way they yeah. said to do it, just because that's what they said. Well, to that do. way you'll be able to manage the blood. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know what? It is time for the Fat Finger Countdown, and the Fat Finger <laughs> Countdown is um, the Cigar Authority's 12th anniversary cigar, which happens to be a Lancero, and it's a box of 12, and it is available to you for $12 per single or a box of 12 for $112. You could double up and get two boxes for $199 or all three because there's three different color boxes. If you wanted to do that and get this number down, $259 uh, would get you that and includes free shipping. How many are left so that we can create a sense of urgency here? 93. There was a total of 300 that started off. We got rid of 100 in the first week, uh, and it's 150, I believe, in the first Mm. week. We were halfway there right away, so that felt really good. And then it's been a slow trickle uh, from 100, a week later, 97, a week later, 94. You just add a few of them to their care package uh, before that goes out. Of course, it won't go in the next care package because I believe those are already boxed up okay so 93 boxes left it's 100 bottles of beer in the wall 93 bottles 93 uh cigar authority lanceros now, are left and that is the, the fat finger countdown for the 13th anniversary will there be 13 lanceros in the box there will or? not there, there will, will not. not can we just take those lanceros out and repackage them and well we're gonna See what ends up happening by the date of the anniversary. I I was saying right off the bat that 300 boxes are going to take more than a year to sell. <laughs> uh, I am I, I appear to right. be winning this. I appear to be winning because mm-hmm. Lanceros do not sell, and I don't want to be right. I want to be wrong, but uh, that's the way it's going. So uh, that being said, it's time for the confessional, and that's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. <laughs> 
Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? So who's... Uh, I can go. Yeah? yeah. Did something? you do something bad on vacation? Yeah. Good. Yeah, last night I went out, Good. Last Good. Night I went out to dinner with my wife to uh, Copper Door, and uh, the check came, and I filled out, I uh, did the roundup for the New Hampshire Food Bank, put in my tip, left, realized that my math was way off, and I way under-tipped. Hmm. Wow. But I called when I got home, found out the waitress is working again on Sunday, and I will cash her the difference, uh, even though she's probably pissed off because I couldn't do math for some odd reason last night, and I wound up tipping 12% instead of 20%. Well, let me ask you this. How many drinks did you have? I had a glass of wine. That was it? That was it. Yeah, there wasn't major drinking on your on your vacation? No. Uh, no. I had a bourbon on Tuesday and a rum yesterday afternoon. Wow. Wow. Yeah, well... I don't think that's that serious. But no, we don't I'm know. Gonna, I'm going to make it right. But we don't know if you've done that or not. No, I, I will be going by tomorrow. Is 12% terrible? Does somebody <laughs> say, oh my God, this guy yeah. is a real jerk? Or is it not a good, just not a I good mean, tip? I mean, I think the, the standard is 15% if you just got okay service. Yeah. And 20 How was the service? It, she was phenomenal. Phenomenal. She was oh. absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. You called and said who? What? Who, who, who I called up and I told them uh, I accidentally undertipped and I asked when the waitress would be there. How would they know which one? I she gave her name. Oh, and it happens to be one of my daughter's friends' names, so it's stuck. Okay, wow. And they said she'll be in it uh, on Sunday at four o'clock, and I will go by and give her a cash difference. Ah, oh, jeez, I don't know if that's all that bad. Try to smoke at least one All Saints St. Francis cigars this week. That's it. Just drink, just smoke one, and that's it. That's yeah. it. Got off easy. Yeah. yeah that's it wasn't that bad. No, no. I, I did worse this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, early thoughts here on Red Anchor. It's a $25 cigar. This is no uh, cheap cigar. But it, like Barry had said, this is reminiscent of... Of the old high-end top uh, cigars, I think that's what they were trying to go with anyway. It certainly tastes that yeah. way. Uh, I'm still getting that distinct vanilla cream. I, I still have the nasal strip on, so maybe that changes because I don't recall that as a flavor profile the first 12 times I smoked it. So we'll see what happens when the Breathe Right strip comes off. Yeah, this is my favorite cigar to be released so far this year. Wow. Um, and it's totally outside of my wheelhouse. I prefer stronger, medium fold, yeah. full body. This is probably mild to medium, medium at, at, at the most, but there's so much flavor going on. It's four to five. Yeah. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's worth the $25 price tag, hands down. All right. We'll see how it goes. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, we have an Altadas gift to give away. And Mr. Jonathan did it again. What? He did it again. 
and I'll tell the story when we get back. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision, with Miami Cigar & Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year, and the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, 
Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. Yeah, we should just sit here in silence until yeah. he uh, until he gets back. We can skip the next piece. Do you, do you think his nose fell off? And we'll move into uh, what the uh, prize giveaway is this week. And then when he finally makes it back from wherever he went on his journey, he'll... I think uh, his nose <laughs> fell off. <laughs> Oh, quick. Wow, you're back. Oh, it looks like you How got waxed. You got all the blackheads taken right. off. Right, that's what ends up <laughs> happening. My, my nose is shiny and... Uh, oh, nice. You feel like it helped you in some way? I want to see how the cigar is. Did the cigar stay lit? Well, Barry said it took oh. eight minutes to return to normal. Yeah. I can feel my one of my nostrils re-clogging. And that's what you want? Yes. Yeah, with the Breathe Right strips, you were able to detect a difference in aroma between the two rooms. That room smells different than this room. Yeah. Pretty interesting. So I was going to skip over the uh, abandoned trademark, but now that you're here, you can tell us all about it. Hmm. Well, can he? I don't know. Abandoned trademark. Yes, I do. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. I have the show notes and everything. I do. <laughs> Before using abandoned trademarks, so... When, when you find an abandoned trademark, you, there's things to have to be done. You just don't grab it. Hmm. Speak to a trademark and branding attorney to find out why the application was abandoned. How much does that cost? So much per hour, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the, the thousands. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's where you learn a lot of history at that point because the, the, the past has to be researched. Uh, search common law use of the trademark, uh, state corporate names of trademark registrations, search the domain names. We know this even on when, you, when you're trying to get a trademark, right? Yeah, new one. Of a brand. You must make clear that the rights before using them, the mark is void of infringement of somebody else's intellectual property, which could cost you time, money, and reputation. So this was acquired many years ago. Let's say eight years ago. Why don't you come out with it right away? You're just making sure everything is okay because you're going to really sink some serious money into this. So some money has to be done. Find out when and why the trademark was abandoned. Check the registration status of the trademark on the U.S. PTO database, which is what I recommend everybody who's going to make a cigar brand. It's just a search. Do At least do that. Start using the trademark for your products and services to acquire the trademark rights. So now we actually put out, um, and I think we used it at uh, March Madness yep. sale or something like that, we had cigars made and boxes that said Red Anchor on it. I don't mm-hmm. think they even had bands on them, and we actually sold them. So that was a few years ago. Um, for greater protection and your exclusive rights to prevent previous owners from using the trademark against, consider registering the trademark with the U.S. Postal, U.S. PTO um, uh, within the states, country, or uh, worldwide trademark at that point. All have been done. Trademark abandoned causes. Three consecutive years of non-use makes a trademark abandoned. At that point, don't don't jump on a trademark there because somebody 
forgot it or whatever happened is, is 90% of the time that ends up happening. Um, you, you can some uh, time reacquire the trademark because you missed it. I've been there before. And then there's a, um, an option that you can do with your attorney that says, I will follow it like Barry does to our um, .com websites that he gets notification or something. Yeah. So the lawyer gets notification of the trademark, makes sure. And then when it's running out, I get notification. Do you want me to do this again? And you're paying an attorney to do it, but you don't want to miss it because I've, I've done it myself. And then you reapply, blah, blah, blah. But you already had it, so it's going to go through and everything's sure. going to go. But it's more money. Um, for non-use uh, rebuttals, show evidence of your intention, such as advertising, featuring the trademark, distribution of the goods. For excusable non-use, show proof of circumstances that you uh, had no control over it. Packaging reboots, for example. Sometimes the packaging gets delayed. Yeah that some attempt has been made with the product you have. Maybe I had already too much product sure, and um, didn't reorder it again. So three, three years in between or something like that. Um, but then you'd have, you'd have sell-through data at that point. Yep, yep. And that's been done, too, of giving them a report of sell-through data. Uh, trademark assignments, when the owner assigns the rights to another party but fails to maintain control, um, Excessive licensing, uh, failure to enforce. There's, there's so much that goes on to it. Um, considerations before purchasing a dead trademark. If the mark has been abandoned for three to five years, you are most likely safe. I will not agree with that. I would say at three years, um, I wouldn't invest any money into it other than applying for the trademark and putting out some false thing to do it. But to go into full production of something that's three years, now the war's going to start. Sure. The, the, guy, the guy that missed it. And I know somebody had it, but 1928 was the end of it. So hmm. I figure whoever that is is gone, right? It's yeah. almost 100 years at that point that it's been gone. Be aware of non-active trademarks on the U.S., PTO database that could still be in use, that's when you start Googling. Even though it's dead there, you start Googling, and all of a sudden you see that it shows up somewhere mm -hmm. else. Maybe it's a different product, so it becomes Red Anchor Cigar Cutter, let's assume. Ah, you got an issue. Um, even if it proves that the original owner had no intention of bringing it back again, you still list, you still risk legal problems. It's best to get permission from the original owner dead for a long time um, before the trademark can be used make sure to also check other countries for their use so just a heads up in case some, somebody wants to do it I thought it was a great great trademark and I want it and got it and held on to it that long and, and tried to do every process correctly to do this and now we sit back as the product is really out there and see if somebody ends up coming at see us. But they, they, they've already back. missed too many years because I did put it out and sure. all those years went. But now maybe some advertising happens and people notice it and, or somebody grabs one mm -hmm. and is with somebody someday and say, didn't you used to have this trademark? Oh, my God, he shouldn't be doing this. And they find out at a later date and then the, mm -hmm. the legal war starts. So um, we want all that to go away. So... Uh, Thank you for that. Let's give a prize away. All right. This week's best email of the week is brought to you by Romeo and Julieta Cigars. And this week's prize is a baseball cap, a koozie, and a tumbler. And uh, no one's been able to confirm or deny the presence of lotion 
in either the koozie or the tumbler. So I'm going to say that might be the fourth item. No. <coughs> it might it. be. There's three, and they have stripes on the other one, so they, there couldn't be any lotion in the stripe product. I just got an email this week from uh, from the folks over at Altatus. There will be a new prize. Uh, I just don't know starting when because I don't know how many are left since I wasn't there this week. Wow. Mm. It would be one less than the last time you didn't look. Well, I saw a second email that went out winner. So I don't know what that was about. So. You know, by the way, you know what I did yesterday? I, I went to the Nashua store, and I was sitting there on your, at your desk and smoking a cigar, and I went to go put an ash in the cigar, and it was, like, overfilled, and I emptied the ashtray and cleaned it out. Mm-hmm. And then later on, somebody looked over there and said, did you clean that ashtray out? And I said, yeah, it was overfilled. Oh, we were leaving that because that's what Barry left. I want I want to fill that up to the point where it's overflowing with ashes. It was. Yeah. There's still room. No, it's I empty want, and, and clean. Now I got to start over. Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Ray writes, Barry, empty your goddamn ashtray. Yes. <laughs> Because it stinks. That's what smells. Not not the smoke. It's the full ashtray. Odor. Subject line on this email is your cherry popping podcast. Good morning, Cigar Authority. Just finished listening to your 37th anniversary recap podcast and wanted to write and say great show. Even without Barry, the show is very entertaining. Mr. J, I wish I had one one hundredth of your palate. I'd be a happy man. I also love the on-air bantering that goes on during the show. Uh... Misspelling something Interaction is any reflection of what goes on Off air The Two Guys Smoke Shop must be a fun place to work As a relatively new member of the Leaf I'm a sponge for information With that in mind I really enjoy your podcast And I've decided to start listening to all of your podcasts Mm. Can you tell me what the date was Of your first podcast Podcasts and Podbean go back only to July 10th, 2010, and I feel like this is not your first podcast because in it, Mr. Jonathan is engineering and indicates that this show would be his last show. I sure Ah. would like to locate any earlier shows, um, if any, or Mr. Jonathan sacked on your inaugural show. Keep up the great work, and this is Ray. So where are those old ones? They would. They, the the issue is that we were not a podcast; we were a vodcast at first, and it was the week before July tenth. So July third, that everything crashed, and the video was compromised, and we became a podcast. As of was July that because 10th. of the music we were using? The no, 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 no. We were on UStream at the time, mm. and something happened on the UStream server where. The video never loaded. That was when we had Jesus Fuego on. That would okay. have been July 3rd, 2010. Yeah, and all the past went, too. Mm. All the past we didn't do anything with. We had them on the on the website, and eventually Ustream went belly up and no longer has videos. Wow. Right. So, so those everything up until July 10th has now so been So the lost. first show was April 1st of that year. Yes. Correct. So we lost April 1st through July 10th of 2010. Well, we have July 10th, so we lost oh, through the third. third. So in the Jesus Fuego one, we did a lot of shit shows before that. And that and one that was a show, good one. That was a good one that we were high-fiving at the end yeah. of that show and said, that was actually good. And then it all crashed, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and that never aired. It aired live. It aired live, and then that was it. That was it. Yeah. Interesting. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and John writes... 
Where did I go wrong? Mm. Hello, gentlemen. And yes, that includes you, Mr. Jonathan. Spelled correctly, by the way. I applaud him for that. I'm fairly new to the cigar world, about six months, and have been consuming a lot of information in the form of podcasts and YouTube. I have to say that the Cigar Authority is by far the best, and I'm working my way through a lot of the old shows. I must be a different breed of character, or I made a wrong turn in life. I enjoy Lanceros more than any other Vitola. Go buy some. And I find myself (laughs) agreeing with Mr. Jonathan on several things. My mother would be so disappointed. Mm. I recently purchased a Cigar Authority 12th Anniversary Lancero and smoked it as soon as it arrived. It was delicious. I only got one because I couldn't. That's all that Lanceros cut people do. They buy one. (laughs) I couldn't manage a whole box at the moment. Of 12. After smoking it, I decided to save up and buy a box, and I don't think I have anything to worry about them selling out before I get the money together. (laughs) The Fat Finger Countdown is a slow mover. With that, all that said, thank you, wonderful gentlemen, for the great information and entertainment for my days. Sincerely, John. All right. Mm. Thank thank you for the purchase, and uh, we... uh, we're chipping away at that. And because we're, I know you write down the first name, this guy puts his middle name as well. So this is John Calvin writing through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Hello, Mr. J. Greetings from the far-off land of Idaho. I hope everything is going well. Recently, you had Redacted on your show, who hosts a cigar podcast by the name of Redacted. Your, guests, your guest appeared to be very knowledgeable when it came to cigars, so I was eager to listen to his show. That was Nick Miller from The Cigar Pulpit. He he redacted his own email. Uh, Turning to his latest program, I was grieved to hear the first 27 minutes, nothing more than bantering and counter jabs between him and his co-host. Personally, I listen to cigar podcasts for one thing, information on cigars. Please don't get me wrong. I don't mind an occasional jab and poke, but to consume the first one-fourth of a program to non-cigar-related social bantering is over the top for me. Some people might enjoy such entertainment, but I'm not that way. Do you know what makes the Cigar Authority a good podcast? No. It's not the years of being active, but the fact that you spend the majority of your broadcast on cigars, not sports, not digs, jabs, or bantering. You talk about cigars in the industry. Keep it up. Yeah. I think it varies week to week on this show. Well, when I do the show notes, you guys don't look at them, but when you see it... (laughs) Is there always cigar stuff in there? What I try to actually start with is we're going to cut and light the cigar, tell us about the cigar, right. and try to get to that at the very top of it. Mm-hmm. Because I do hear other shows, whether they be cigar podcasts or any podcast, that the, they don't the be- get to the point. At the beginning. Right. So you have a, a small amount of time. You know, we have a podcast studio here where we advise other podcasters what to do. You have a finite time amount of time to hook them or not. Mm-hmm. So you tell them what the show is going to be about, you get to it, and then you can banter in between and stuff, but get something that puts the hook in. That's how I look at it anyway. So we try to put some hook into it and then go from there. And does it go off the rails and go sideways? Absolutely uh, happens. It's two hours at 13 years of, of doing it. So it goes there, but at least try to at least start that way, fall off. Then we go to break. We come back. We try to get back on it and fall off it, and just keep mm-hmm. going that way. So that, that's been the thing to us. If you're ever doing a podcast, that's what we recommend to the other podcasts. And that's why we're the most listened to cigar podcast in the land. There we go, oh, maybe. Yeah, don't break your arm, buddy. Um, <laughs> can we give away a prize? Uh, yeah, all, all, all good, all good. Um, 
I like that the guy bought the Lancero box. So well, well, he hasn't, he's he hasn't, saving yeah, up. He's oh, saving, he's up saving up. up. He, he bought, bought a single Lancero. Oh, he still got the single like everybody else does. Yeah. I have to go with number three then. All right. Barons? Uh, well, there's two. There's going to be two for three. Even if we vote for something else, it's going to be three. So I'll go three. Three. All right. Three it is. You say three also? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um I like so that he redacted Cal- his own email, <laughs> so he wasn't trash talking anyone that's else's Calvin? podcast. John Calvin, yeah, John Calvin. Now, Dave, I know this isn't cigar content, but didn't you say Jonathan did something again? Yeah, he what's did. that about? Okay, so um, there's no way to say it nicely, so I'm <laughs> just gonna just gonna get into it. Is um, Jonathan invited himself? Tuesday to my house. He wasn't invited. He just showed up, which is okay. He's, is he's welcome. Yeah. I never show it's up okay. anywhere I'm yeah. not invited. I wouldn't either, but yeah. that's part of his charm, I uh-huh. guess. Um, and and I had- like an order of protections in This hand. was the night before the anniversary party, and I had um, Nick Perdomo's family over for dinner. Whole family. The whole family, because they have a new granddaughter and wanted to meet my, my grandson, James, mm-hmm. and we're working on something for 20 years from now, maybe <laughs> something. Well, I am anyway. Yeah. And um, Jonathan's working anyway because the um, thing at my house is at 3 o'clock. So, oh, yeah. um, But at 6.15, because we closed at 6 o'clock at 6.15, Jonathan showed up. And like a good guest would be, mm-hmm. if he was invited, but even right. though he isn't, he, he always shows up with something. He shows up not only, which is an oddball thing, shows up with cigars, even though I have cigars and I'm a cigar guy, most people just come did, over because it's free cigars. Did he bring Perdomo cigars for Perdomo? Uh, he did not, but he brought cigars. Right. And he may have wearing his Perdomo hat, though. To I be was, yeah. Him. yeah. Um, and I, I did have Perdomo cigars. You're thinking of Sunday. Okay. Did you have your Perdomo underwear on? No, I don't have Perdomo underwear, but if there is such thing, I'm interested. <laughs> but I'm telling you, he, he's a fanboy to begin with. Yeah, anyway, I love so. Nick Perdomo. Yes. I love the whole Perdomo family. Yep. Yes, but he didn't invite you. You invited yourself. But that's not it. That's not even it. I also went to his house on Sunday and cleaned his goddamn pizza oven. So, I mean, I, I, a, I earned I, my keep. That's another story. <laughs> was that's he, another was story. He, was he invited that time? I, I, I no. invited myself to that, too. <laughs> yes. And I went into his shed and got the power washer and cleaned it because it needed to be Which cleaned. Which is very nice. Um, but he didn't bring meatballs, did he? No, he brought brisket, which was very nice hmm. because we actually I tasted it earlier that week, I yeah. think. Yeah, uh, and it was a disc a brisket made in a sous vide. Yeah, very good, very, very good, good, juicy, and so mm. he he brought it. and He's all happy about it. He's got the brisket, but we had just eaten dinner, right. You had the hibachi chef. You had a, a chef there doing the thing or whatever, and it was great. And everybody stuffed and was sitting there having a cigar. And Jonathan comes in with it, which he says, you got to try it. You got to try it. And I think Nick grabbed a piece yeah. right away to end up mm-hmm. trying it. And um, we're going to get to it, but we just, just finished eating. And um, sitting there having a cigar, relaxing for a second. And... Um, there's babies there and stuff. So uh, he says, Gianna, you got to try this. And she says, I will. I want to. I just have to put the baby down now because it's like close to 7 o'clock, which is bedtime. 
So she grabs a baby to go bring the baby downstairs and, mm-hmm. and put the baby to sleep. In the meantime, the party's breaking up because tomorrow I got a big long mm-hmm. day that's going on, and they're conscious of that and said, okay, and their baby has to go down too. So people start getting up. They, they start hinting like, you know, what, what time do you think you're leaving? Mm-hmm. You know, just <laughs> right. like gesturing toward the gate, not even the door not to the a, house, just the gate. Not mm-hmm. at all. So everybody's getting up and it's breaking up. And Jonathan gets the tinfoil, puts it over his brisket that he brought, not to keep the flies away or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and he takes it. And I watch Is him. that what this is about? Yes, it is. And he <laughs> takes the brisket, and he leaves. Mm. And this is the same thing. We've been through this before, and he leaves. Now, Gianna's brought the baby down, and she comes up right after he leaves. <laughs> and she comes and walks over to the table where the brisket is, and she's not there, and she says... Don't tell me he took the fucking brisket. <laughs> and she doesn't talk like that. And she come right out and said it. And I said, yes, he did. And she said, dude. Wow. You bring something, <laughs> you leave it. Because you're bringing it as a gift for the house. He did it again. And I said, yes, he did it again. Mm. And you know what? I have another story to tell, Dave, and I'll save it for next week. I, I would because say, he brought it up. I think it's fair game now, and I don't mean I don't want to embarrass you, but I don't get embarrassed, Dave. I would normally say don't invite him anymore, but no, but he didn't invite me to begin with. <laughs> but uh, it was all good, and and they don't know it. The Perdomos don't know he took it with them until right now. Yeah. Uh, but that it's kind of weird, right? There was a Seinfeld episode where they took the, the marble rye, right? Yeah. Did you ever see that episode? I've seen the episode. Yeah. yeah. All right. I never saw anything wrong with that. <laughs> if you're not Shocker. eating the brisket, no one's eating it. So then I'm going to eat it. But somebody said, I'm going to have it. And I didn't you hear took that. it before they had a I chance to have in it. In fairness, I didn't hear that. If I knew he, G was coming back to the brisket, I would have left it. There's something. Everybody was stuffed. They just had hibachi. No, but there's something there about can't waste food or something must have happened in your family. That's not allowed. Wasting food is is bad. And also eat it immediately because you eat fast. For a skinny guy, I eat fast, but you eat faster. And you eat immediately. Barry, the first time Barry came over your house for a holiday, (laughs) he got there 15 minutes after. He was 35 minutes late. Let's just start there. It's Thanksgiving. Of Thanksgiving, 12 noon Thanksgiving, which is pretty early to Mm -hmm. begin with. And it's 1230, and food is finished and wrapped up. Dishes are done. Done. (laughs) All set. So there's something that's there. And again, when the psychiatrist comes, because (laughs) I don't think it's going to be an episode. I think it's going to be its own podcast of psychiatry with cigar smokers or something. a psychiatrist to come up. All of us. That'll go on longer than 12 years. Right, right. So uh, that being said, the after show, we're going to talk about a rap battle. and Epic rap battles. The epic rap, rap battle, which is not about whatever you call those, quote, singers that rap, but rappers. You mean like? Rappers on cigars. Oh, the outside Huck? rapper. We're going to actually have a bracket system and come up with the best We should rapper. name each rapper for the cigar after... A famous rapper, and then mm. do the do the bracket that way. The rapper tobacco came before the rapper. So you're not talking about those hippity hoppity guys. No, no, no. They may be brought up, but that's yeah. not the, the the whole thing. Is the outside rapper like last one we did was a um, Dominican rapper, which I left out of the, the damn thing. 
But um, Rudy's having a nervous breakdown right now. Rudy. Yeah, that the classic three-way ain't going to happen. Oh, we'll have to do it then. It's time for the classic three-way, and it's brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona, and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between, with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20, and sold in five great sizes. Classic Cigars. The most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. So are you saying that you, you bring food and you never bring the food back with you? Never. No, Not you just mac never. and cheese? You so figure out the plate that you're going to put it on, too, because you don't ask for that back either. You've committed to bringing a gift to the house, which is the whole See, thing. See, I viewed it as I was sharing my brisket. And then you guys can have as much as you want, and I'm taking my brisket back with my plate. Even Because I thought the rule was with the mac and cheese. No, even if you brought a box of cigars, and you put the box of cigars, I brought a box of cigars, and, and there's 10 people, and each one had one, and there's a whole 10 left. You leave that to Yes, Ed Santa Maria did that with Ed Abdu, the manager. We went to his house for Labor Day for his birthday. Ed brought a box of cigars, of which only three were taken, Ed A went to hand back the cigars, and Ed was like, nope, they're, f- they're for the house. Yeah, that's why I brought it. Yep. They, for the rapper battle, the chat room thinks ODB, Old Dirty Broadleaf. Ah, that's an awesome name <laughs> to call it. There we go. So Sounds that, an awful lot yeah, like something I said. But you didn't come do. up with one, so that's good. And for the record, I'm the winner because Nick Miller is a loser, and he gave you that stupid fucking cowbell, and I want to punch him in the face. All right, so... Uh, Today is September 24th. Mr. Jonathan will go first. I have four questions and two two tiebreakers. Born today, Jim Henson. Jim Henson, American puppeteer, director, and producer. You know him from, what is that called? The Muppets? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sesame Street? Yeah. What year? Born today. 1933. 1933, Mr. Jonathan says. 1939. 39? No, he was born before that, 1927. 27. Mr. Jonathan will take the point at 33. It's 36. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jonathan gets a point. He's on there. Damn he is right. the leader. Four questions, two tiebreakers. Barry Stein. The last episode of I Love Lucy aired today. What year? <coughs> the Nin- last episode live. 1963. 1963. 1968-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62-62
built Model T Ford was completed today. The first factory built Ford Model T was completed today. 1914? Oh. 1914, he says. 1939. 39. 01. 01 for the point, Barry Stein. 08. Okay. I didn't go back far enough there. We have one question left. Tie between Mr. Jonathan and Barry with one point. I hope Barry wins. (laughs) Ed Sullivan has no points, but... You could, could still win. You could tie and win with yeah, two points exact. you can win with, without getting anything right. <laughs> You've done that. But this is a layup for Barry, so he could take oh, it. Oh, I hope so. But it over to Mr. Jonathan. American fast food restaurant chain KFC Kentucky <laughs> Fried Chicken opens its first franchise in Salt sports. Lake City, Utah today. Because Mr. Jonathan wouldn't eat the KFC. Yeah. 1928. 1928. 43. 43? 51. 51 for the point, Ed Sullivan. Oh, 52. Oh, I was so close. You were so close to winning. Yeah. But we have a three-way tie and two questions. Okay. It is over to... For me, right? It's Barry Stein. Oh. I want to win. Well, now you can. I don't really care. So I have to do both questions, or if I have a winner here, it's over. Sudden death, whoever wins. Sudden death. Sudden death. The Munsters premieres on TV today. 58. 1963. 1961. Ed Sullivan is our champion. 63 at 64. Oh, I almost said 65. Ed Sullivan comes from nowhere. Did they have color already in 63? Sure. It debuted in black and white, but maybe that was the charm of it. I don't know. Even once they had color, it took a little while. Look, it was right before Halloween. Mm-hmm. Right before yeah. October, got popular thing, right, huh? So it's a good show. Good show. Good show. Uh, final thoughts here on Red Anchor. Did it go out on me again? It did. So the interesting thing is with the Breathe Right strip off, the vanilla becomes a back note. It's no longer in the forefront. And I think the Breathe Right strip was really helping me pick out the flavors. So in the spirit of the experiment that Peter proposed, it, in fact, does help you pull out more flavors, and they are much less subtle. They're more direct. So very distinct. I had the vanilla cream. I had the lemon zest. I had the white pepper. They had their separate flavor profiles. They were there. They were present. Right. Without the Breathe Right strip, they are there, but they're only there because I know they're there. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I didn't have the Breathe Right strip on and I've smoked a cigar now, this is probably the 13th one. I never once pulled out vanilla or lemon or white pepper. I know they're there, so I can find them, but it was just so try, Dominican tobacco so before. Try taking a cigar, you blow the smoke out, and then try to open your nose up after you blow it out. No, blow it out, all of it. Now, take a good deep breath. You taste it? No. <laughs> I get fresh cut grass. Grass. Fresh cut. Jonathan never ate the grass. No, we never did that. Handful of grass. You know what you are at Sullivan? You're a goddamn rat. (laughs) Hit by the tennis ball, all that stuff. That's not what you usually call me. It's my favorite member of the show. So $25. You voted him off the island. (laughs) Yeah, that would be humor. He has mixed feelings. He was not happy with you the next week. He wasn't here, so I had to stir the pot. That's what I do. (laughs) 
pot stirrer. So pot stirrer. I, I would say, I would say, if you are smoking a cigar that you are struggling to detect distinct flavor notes, slap a breathe right strip on for half the cigar, and it's going to change your perception. And now you'll be able to pull out the flavors. The next time you smoke. So it. next time we do Cigar Journal, we should do it with Breathe Right strips. I don't think yeah. that's valid. No. You don't want to change. You've been, we've been doing it wrong the whole time. Let's just <laughs> keep it wrong. If you, you want to look like a loser, put a Breathe Right strip no, on. No, but I'm sitting in the office. I'm going to put a Breathe Right strip on. If if uh, I don't have a major problem later today. I don't understand what your problem is with it. It, it definitely it was, did something listen, different. It, it, do you think the it, blender's putting on a Breathe no, Right strip? it ruined strip? the cigar for me. It was a dumb idea. I and, liked and it. You're not going to change my opinion. I didn't like it. I liked it, and uh, I have a half a box still left, and I'm, I'm pottying down. <laughs> what's well, Dave doing this weekend? He's got a breathe right strip. He's what's pizza taste like with a breathe right strip? I saw him with butter, and he was taking his shirt off. There we go. All right, that's it. Uh, next John, week, what dream? Let's meet the Beatles. Not John, Paul, George, or Ringo, but the Tobacco Beatles. We're going to learn about them and what we can do to never invite them into our humidor. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.